0: You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. I am so grateful you guys are here. And I just have to tell you this first week of the app has been so fun. I have thoroughly loved and enjoyed reading all of the DMs that I've been getting and like the screenshots and the shares and the things that you guys are doing. I'm just so grateful to be a part of it. I've loved hearing your perspective and how your life is shifting And your days are feeling better just by doing these meditations and mindfulness practices. If you guys aren't on the app yet, I want to invite you guys to come and hang out with us. We have the coolest community of women already. I have been studying mindfulness and meditation for a lot of years. There are so much research, literally like everything you read will tell you. The research all concludes that people who practice mindfulness and meditation, they live longer. They are the high achievers. They feel better. They are healthier. And I wanted to do that, but I needed to put together a plan for myself because I was wasting so much time trying to figure out how to do this every day and how to add this into my life. So I created it in my own app (laughs) so that I could make it easier for me and for you guys. So you just literally log in and you get on and it will tell you exactly what to do every day And it's by small and simple things, great things are brought to pass. It's by small and simple, the daily train, these little exercises, that you are gonna see huge shifts in your life and you're gonna start being able to achieve things you didn't know were possible. It'll take discipline, it'll take commitment, but you can do it. So I wanna invite you into the app. Let's do this. All right, let's jump right into today's podcast episode. We are talking about thoughts that are killing your energy. And these thoughts are not your typical energy-killing thoughts. They're thoughts that actually seem nice or good, but they're actually not serving us and they're not giving us the energy that we want. I've heard them called sneaky little thoughts. I think Jody Moore calls some of these this. Hers are different. I added different ones in. But to me, it's like, these are like tricky energy killers. (laughs) And so we are going to just go through each one of those. And I'm hopefully gonna give you guys some tips and thoughts that will serve you better in each one of these instances. So the first one we're gonna talk about is she shouldn't. (laughs) They shouldn't. They shouldn't be doing what they're doing. So, this is incongruent. And one of my favorite quotes, I think it's by BK Sanger, he said, When we resist what is, it becomes incongruency, and incongruency is exhausting. When we think that other people shouldn't be doing what they're doing, they shouldn't be experiencing what they're experiencing, it is fighting with what is, and it's going to create tension. Imagine like I think of a, a working cog where one is going one way, the other is going the other way and they're like crunching against each other and it's it's creating like negative emotion. It's like that, like, ugh, you know, that's incongruency to me and it's it's exhausting. So if you think to yourself, she shouldn't be doing what she's doing, I want you to take a look at that and shift it because it's not serving you. You can't change what she's doing. <laughs> you can't change what others are doing. Instead of judging, instead of thinking she shouldn't, try something a little more Abundant and expansive. Like she's having exact experience she's meant to have. And part of that might be negative. And that is part of the earth experience, is that we do go through negative experiences. We do have negative emotions. Fighting with those makes it worse. Resistance brings persistence. So let's not fight with that. Let's not think other people shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Let's let people experience and do life exactly as they are. And let's be loving and guiding mentors to others. Okay. The next one is I shouldn't. (laughs) Again, judgment doesn't change behavior. This is one of those thoughts that feels righteous. I'll give you a different example. I should, I should want to serve. I should want to help others. This feels very righteous in our brains. It feels very good. It feels true, but it isn't serving us and it doesn't make us serve for the right reasons. And it is not going to get you the result you want. Let's go through this. So if you think I should want to serve more, and then, so somebody calls you and they're like, "Hey, will you babysit my ten kids?" And then your brain's like, "I should want to do this. I should want to serve them." And then what do you do? Oh, you know the feeling. I even just saying that, I just like got the heebie-jeebies. But then you feel tense, and then you fight against it though, and you do it anyways, right? You say, "Okay, I'll, I'll I'll watch your kids." And a lot of times, you watch their kids, and then you're like resentful towards that person. And you're like, oh, these kids are so hard and it's a hard day. and I should, I should want to do this, but I don't want to. And it just feels yucky. And it creates a lot of shame. Shoulds create shame because we think we should be different. We think something's wrong with us. We think we should already be good at wanting to serve. We should have this all down, right? And it creates a lot of shame. And so I want you to be onto those shoulds. A thought that I think would serve you a little more, and especially like in that circumstance, is like, I want to want to serve more. What can I do to increase my desire to serve others? What can I let go of to increase my desire to serve others? So in that circumstance, somebody calls you, first of all, take the pressure off. You don't have to. You don't have to do this. Nobody's making you. You're not bad. You don't need to feel shame because you said no. You're not bad for not wanting to. Okay, but... So you want to, though, a little bit, right? You're like, but I want to want to. First step, take off the pressure. Give yourself permission to say no. And then look at the reasons why you want to serve. And then like your reasons and choose it consciously with your agency. Take your power and choose consciously what you will do in that moment. Because if you take away your agency by saying, I should, that's a, it's an agency stealer. If we take away that agency by saying I should, and then doing it, we will end up with resentment, and we will end up angry, and we will end up frustrated with serving and feeling like we're not good enough. There will be shame, there will be blame, and it will not get us the results we want. All right, the next one is is I'm so tired. This one feels really true. You guys know you felt tiredness in your body, that physiological tiredness. So there's like the clean pain of like tired, like when you just feel physiologically tired. But we end up giving more energy to tired, and then tired gets bigger. What you put your energy towards, you grow. So when you give your energy, your attention to being tired and thinking thoughts like, I'm so tired, or stressing about being tired, what if I don't get enough sleep? What if I feel tired tomorrow? What if? I am exhausted. I don't want to be exhausted. Mornings are so hard for me. All of these types of thoughts, you're giving energy to being tired. You're actually, with these thoughts that seem like they're going to give you more energy or get you to be not tired, are actually creating more tiredness in your body. So just be on to that. Like better thoughts are like, I'm so grateful I get to wake up in the morning. I love my bed. I can't wait to get good sleep tonight. I can trust my body. It's safe to be tired. It's okay to be tired. If I'm tired, I'll rest when I'm ready to rest, I'll rest. Like Those types of thoughts are much more expansive and much more abundant and will actually give you energy when you feel tired. So just be aware of that. Another one, I just wish. I just wish that my knee would get feeling better. I just wish my knee would get better so I can run. This is one I've been having to work on because my brain really wants my knee to get better. But notice that when I say I just wish, I'm actually affirming that my knee is not good, that my knee is hurt. And when I think that, when I put that energy out there, it grows that, right? This is the law of attraction, the law of creation, the law of harvest, what you reap is what you sow. If I'm planting the seed of, I just wish my knee would get better, which is my knee is not better, then I'm going to harvest out of the ground a not better knee. So we wanna shift this. Instead of I just wish, How about we shift it to like, my knee is getting better or I'm going to take care and love on my knee or whatever feels good to you in that moment. Another one we hear a lot is like, I just wish my kids would get along. You're literally watering the seed of my kids don't get along. How do you feel when you think that thought? I just wish my kids got along. It's a heavy thought. It sounds nice. It sounds positive. It sounds good. It even sounds righteous but it's actually sneaky. It's tricky and it's depleting your energy and it is not getting kids to do better. It's not getting kids to get along for sure. Because guess what? You're going to start snapping at people if you just wish they would get along. If that was your thought, you're going to start snapping at kids and then they're going to get worse. (laughs) It's just the cycle. So instead, what if we could get to a thought of like, it's okay that my kids don't get along. Kids are actually not supposed to get along. One of my favorite Beliefs is, It comes from um, Ralphie from Simply on Purpose when she says in her audio course, she teaches that it's actually really good that kids get to work through disagreements where they get to work through everyday struggles in a safe environment with their family it's actually a sign that there is safety in your family if kids don't get along <laughs> because that means that they feel safe enough to work through their emotions with each other, to work through these struggles. Like that's what's why family is so important because they have that ability to work through in a safe environment. And so instead of thinking that kids are supposed to get along 24-7, it has served me so much to think they shouldn't be getting along. In fact, My home, my family is the perfect place for my kids to learn how to work through these struggles. How can I be a mentor and a guide and a teacher to them instead of just wishing that they would get along? (laughs) How can I actually help them learn how to get along? And so what you're going to find is as we go through all these thoughts, we're going to shift into solution finding thoughts instead of problem dwelling thoughts. Dwelling slows you down from changing. If we can stop dwelling and move into solutions, that is when our Best work is going to come out. So, yeah, I just wish it's just not really that grateful. It's not that good of a thought. I just want everyone to be nice. (laughs) I just want everyone to be nice. Again, you're affirming that people are not nice. And then your brain will go to work finding that. Did you know that? Your brain has this reticular activating system where it goes to work to find evidence for the things you want it to believe. Your brain is like an amazing detective that's just looking for. Your beliefs to be true. So if you think to yourself, I just want everyone to be nice, your brain is going to go to work for how people are not nice. And then you will start to see it. I love to imagine that our consciousness is like this glassy, clear pond and that every belief that we drop into the pond is like a pebble and it will create like a ripple effect. And so we just have to drop the right pebbles in. So if you're dropping the pebble of people are not nice You're going to feel the ripple effects of it. You're going to see that. If you're dropping the pebble of like, there are nice people everywhere, you will see the ripple effect of that in your consciousness. You have to drop the pebbles that you want to believe, and that's what you will end up seeing. You were literally created like that. You have this system in your brain that goes to work to do this for you. So be aware when you think, I just wish, I just want, you are affirming the opposite, and it feels terrible in your body. I just want more energy. I just want to feel less tired. You are affirming again that you are tired and that you don't have energy. Instead, affirm the energy you have. Focus on what you have. Focus on what's working and don't resist what is. All right, another one. This is just who I am. This one's tricky. <laughs> it feels so true. Maybe your whole life you've been told you're just sensitive. That was one that I got told a lot as a kid or You were told that you are just late. Like, that's just who you are. She's just always late. That's just who she is. That's what people say, right? I don't believe in that. I don't believe in this is just who I am. I believe in personal power over circumstantial power. I believe that my personality is created by my personal reality, which means that my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions are creating my personality every day. So if I want to change who I am, I just need to change my thoughts, my feelings, or my actions. And then I will see that shift in my personality. I used to be uncommitted. That is the last thing I would use to describe myself. I am fully committed to the things I truly care about. I used to see myself, and and guess what, you guys, you're going to see that. I'm showing up every week on this podcast. I'm showing up for my app. You will see that commitment pull through. I used to think that I'm overly sensitive. Now, I feel like I'm sensitive in the perfect amount and i cry and i'm aware of how people feel but also i know how to hold my own i have thick skin and i know how to handle myself you get to decide who you're going to be don't let that lie of like this is just who i am i have no power come over you again you're going to notice that these thoughts that i'm telling you i'm shifting you into thoughts that take your agency back i'm shifting you into thoughts that give you your power back any time we hand away our agency we will feel depleted. It will kill our energy and we will feel like it's impossible to go to do the things that we want to do. Take ownership, take accountability and be honest with yourself. Don't fight with what is. These little tiny things, just be aware when you think, I just wish, I just want. They deserve better. This is just who I am. I'm just like this. I'm so tired. I just I should be more like this. She shouldn't act like that. These type of thoughts are going to create scarcity, lack and fear in you. Shift them. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. She's exactly where she's meant to be experiencing exactly what she's meant to be experiencing. This is the human condition. This is human and it's safe to be in this human experience. What do I want to drop into my pond? What pebbles do I want to drop on? What effects and ripples do I want to have in my life? And then let your brain go to work to find that. Affirm what you want. Speak out loud what you want. Prophesy goodness. Prophesy what you want. Put that energy out there. That is going to create it. I promise I believe it with my whole soul. You've got to put it out there. Start with your words. If you don't want to be tired, stop giving energy to tired if you don't want to be busy, stop giving energy to busy. This is when I've really had to work on I've, my whole life. I've just had the thought I'm so busy. And I had a lot of evidence to affirm that. I've been shifting this. I don't want to be busy. I don't want a life that's frantic and and flustered and busy. So what have I been doing? Every time my brain gives me offers me that thought of like, oh, this is a really busy week. I'm like, no, it's not busy for me. Busy is relative. Like What one person's busy is, is not... Busy for another person. And for me, like, I'm just never busy. And that is a belief that I am choosing consciously to rewire in my brain because I don't want to give energy to busy. I want to give energy to present. And so I tell myself I'm never busy because I'm present. And when I'm present, I get so much done, but I don't feel busy. I'm so much more effective. And when I tell myself I'm not busy, I put a lot less on my plate. Interestingly enough, I was creating a lot of busyness because so I think I'm so busy and then I would add more. Instead, I'm just telling myself like I'm not busy, like I'm not busy for the rest of the summer. My summer is open and I feel so free. I also feel like I can do all the things I want to do. So you just be on to yourself, like what is it that you want to drop into that consciousness pond What pebbles do you want to drop in? I don't want to drop busy anymore. I don't want to drop shameful thoughts. I don't want to drop, I just wishes and I just wants. I want to drop, I love the life I'm living. I love being present. I am fully connected to God. Like these are the thoughts I want to drop in and I have power and you have power to choose them on purpose. So be aware of those sneaky little ones. Be aware of the tricky energy killers. Be aware of the ones, any of them, that take away your agency or your power because those ones, they'll get you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope it helped you. If it did, would you please share it with your friends? Would you please screenshot this and save it and put it on your stories? It helps me so much. Tag me. It helps me to know and to keep going. And so I love you guys. Thanks.